Salutations, Scoob Believer. Do you have a dream of becoming an entrepreneur, but don't know where to start or even what to do? Where can I gather information quickly about what's in my zone of genius? Don't worry, Scoob Believers. I got you covered. Go to tuepodcast.net backslash AI prompt and check out an amazing set of AI prompts that will give you ideas, information, and articles to help you get across that start line. Once again, go to tuepodcast.net backslash AI prompt to get you started now. Good luck, Scoob Believer. Hello there, Scoob Believer. Hey, if you're anything like me, I am just so tired of going from screen to screen to screen trying to figure out my analytics for all of my social medias and trying to figure out where I can put any and all my energies to get as much reach as I can. Well, I think I've finally found the solution. Elementary analytics. That's right. Elementary analytics. Now at a single press of a button, I can see all my social media analytics from Google to Twitter to Facebook, all my important information all on one screen, all on one screen. Can you believe it? And if you really needed to, you could print charts for any possible meetings you might have. If you want to learn more about this amazing program, go to tuepodcast.net backslash EA for a 14-day free trial with no credit card needed. That's tuepodcast.net backslash EA for a 14-day free trial. Try it right now and see what it can do for you. Undiscovered entrepreneur rocking it with 56 like Jimi Hendrix. Wow. <laughs> mm-hmm. And even like like you said, right, like it doesn't even have to be like a huge trip. I mean, for some people going to have a meal by themselves at a restaurant, it's terrifying and it's socially unacceptable. I'm using air quotes here, but, you know, like most people would just be like, what? You want me to have dinner by myself in a restaurant? Like, how is that even possible? And like, you know, that's that's a, a legitimate thing that a lot of people struggle with, right? Because society tells them like, oh, if you're alone, it's a bad thing, right? But ultimately, at the end of the day, who is, you know, who are you hanging out with 24-7? Who's there, right? With you all the time. It's yourself, right? And if you're not comfortable with yourself, like nobody else is going to be. To the Undiscovered Entrepreneur, the podcast where brand new entrepreneurs come to life and could quite possibly be discovered. Join me, DJ Scoob, and the rest of the Scoob Believers as we help these new businesses become a reality. And now, away we go! Hello, everyone. And welcome to another edition of The Undiscovered Entrepreneur with me, DJ Scoob. <laughs> Coming at you whatever device you happen to be listening on. All right, so today we are going to interview our next brand spanking new entrepreneur. But first, I'm going to start something a little bit new here. And uh, if you interact with me anywhere in the social medias, uh, on Twitter, on TikTok, on Instagram, anywhere that you interact with me, I will be saying somebody's name on my podcast starting from today on. And we're going to introduce a new Scoob Believer every episode. So today's new Scoob Believer is going to be Deborah Thomas of brandagogo.com. So if we want to see or 
hear of any of her information, go down to the show notes. We'll have a little bit of information about her. Thank you so much, Deborah, for being a school believer. All right, so now we are talking to Crunch. Crunch is an amazing entrepreneur, and I love that name, I got to say. And she is a transformational, I hope I could say this because I have a rough time saying this, a transformational travel agent. And it's something a little bit different, but uh, amazing. So let's listen to Crunch. Salutations, Scoop Believers, and we are here again with another amazing brand spanking new entrepreneur. So today we're here with Crunch. Hi, Crunch. Hi, how's it going? Fantastic. Thank you so much for being on the Undiscovered Entrepreneur. I really appreciate you coming today. Thank you so much for having me. (laughs) Great, great. Okay, so before I get into anything, I kind of have a semi-serious question to ask you. Okay, you ready? Yes. Okay. Are you a Scoop Believer? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Thank you for being a Scooby Lee of Crunch. I really appreciate you. All right. So what I like to do here in the beginning is just kind of get an idea of who you are, what your entrepreneur venture is, and how long you've kind of actually been doing it for. Okay. So my name is Crunch, and I am a transformational travel coach. And this is something that I've been doing for the last few months. Um before that, I was I was doing copywriting and content writing. So I've been doing that for like the last five years. And I've been working on that business for the last five years. But recently, um, I went through a life transition. And then I realized that actually, I do want to like shift my business or like pivot or start something new and decided to kind of move into the space of transformational travel coaching, which is, I think, something that not many people have even heard about or thought about or are even aware of, you know, like what it is. <laughs> so that's that's kind of like where I am at right now. You you hit the nail right on the head because my next very good next question was, what I've heard of a travel coach, but what is a transformational travel coach? Right. So a transformational travel coach, or how I see it, is my aim is to support women mostly um, in navigating difficult or challenging life transitions through the vessel of travel. So they may be going through something like a divorce or a separation, a breakup, a career change, or loss and grief, or maybe their kids have just left home and they're a new empty nester. And they're like wondering what they're going to do with themselves or who they even are. Because I think, um, especially as women, um, a lot of us kind of tend to tie our identities to who we are in relation to other people, right? So I'm a mom, I'm a, an accountant, I am, you know, CEO of this business, I am wife of this person, right? And when that kind of is removed, we kind of end up feeling very lost and very confused about who we are. And we don't have that sense of self to kind of ground us about who we are, what we want, and where we want to go in life, right? Because for so long, or for much of our lives, we've been told, like, okay, you should do this, or you should want this, or you should, you know, you should follow this path. And like, you should get married, you should get a job, you should study really hard, you should like, all of these things have been like told to us. And what really happens is that our inner self kind of gets lost or hidden or suppressed under all of these layers. 
And then when you take away like a really big chunk of your identity, you just kind of feel lost and adrift at sea, kind of not knowing where you're going or who you are or what you even want to do with your life, right? And that can be really jarring. And I think that's where travel can be a really wonderful kind of medium or channel or pathway to connecting with yourself, reconnecting with yourself, really. Because that's something that has helped me. So I've been traveling for the last 10 years, um, more or less full time, because I love travel. And for a very long time, I was just kind of like, I love travel. I'm going to see the world. I'm going to meet lots of new people. And I didn't really know why I was doing it. But through it all, I've always just been on a process of like transformation and, you know, discovering myself, you know, getting really clear on like what I want to do, what my desires are, and getting confident in sharing that with other people as well, right? And, you know, becoming independent and trusting myself, you know, to know what I want, to know what decisions are best for me, right? And these are things that women usually feel very unconfident about, or like they tend to lack that self, that, that, that sense, you know, that like, yes, this is, you know, the right decision for me or no, this is the wrong decision for me or like, this is what I really want to do because most of the time we're just deferring to the wishes and needs and desires of everybody around us, right? Like as a mom or as a parent or as, you know, a colleague or whatever, like the woman is always the one who's just kind of like, yeah, okay, like let's go to that restaurant that you really like, even though I don't really have anything that I can eat there, you know? (laughs) So when you're traveling, you kind of like have to take, control of your own life right and like take hold of the reins of like you're in charge and when you come back from that experience I feel like it gives you that sense of empowerment like I got this you know like I went to Vietnam and got lost and I can navigate difficult situations by myself and I have more confidence in my abilities because you know I was doing it on my own for so long you know or like for that trip and so I can bring some of that into my actual life right and walk through life a little bit more confident, a little bit more self-trusting and with a little bit more independence. So that's, that's what I do. <laughs> Great. That's amazing. And people need that too, to be honest with you. Men doesn't really necessarily have to be women, but I could see how a woman, it, it, they really end up living in a cookie cutter kind of life where everybody expects them to be a specific way. Or, or, you know, just like you said, you're going to come over here and kind of, I don't want to say do what you're told, but at the same time, that's kind of what happens in a lot of instances. Um, so when you don't have that anymore, you really don't have the confidence of saying, okay, this is what I want. And sometimes people need help mm-hmm. doing that. Um, I actually have a coaching client. Her name is Deb, who actually just did exactly what you're talking about. She went to Jordan for the first time all by herself. Um, and it, she had a blast and she's a whole different person now because now she has a confidence in us. She can go out and do whatever she wants. And that's mm-hmm. really what it boils down to at the very end. Um, so being able to do that is great. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and women get scared of traveling, right? And often the messages that women get around travel are like, no, don't go by yourself. It's dangerous. Or no, don't like wait for your friends to go with you or go with your husband or partner or whatever, right? Like well, go in a group tour. Because, you know, most people don't have that kind of experience of traveling by themselves or, you know, navigating solo travel as a woman. But I've been doing this for the last 10 years and I am living proof that you can do it and you can be fine and you can have amazing experiences and, you know, enjoy your life doing it. Right. So um, I think I'm the best person to kind of guide people through that fear that, you know, that mental block that they might have that like, oh, no, I can't do this. Like, this is not for me. Right. Like it is for you if you want it. Right. So that's that's where I see my 
my role in all of this. <laughs> well, you've done it. I mean, it's been a part of your life. You've been doing it for 10, whatever you said, years. So, I mean, who who wouldn't you want to go to or be able to talk to about, this is my situation and I want to be able to get out and do things on my own? Not necessarily trips around the world, but even, you know, just trips in the same country. I mean, if people that don't get out that often or can't get out at all, now that they're breaking out of this shell, they need to, they need guidance and you would be the person to do that. Mm-hmm. And even like like you said, right, like it doesn't even have to be like a huge trip. I mean, for some people going to have a meal by themselves at a restaurant, is terrifying and it's socially unacceptable. I'm using air quotes here, but, you know, like most people would just be like, what? You want me to have dinner by myself in a restaurant? Like, how is that even possible? And like, you know, that's that's a, a legitimate thing that a lot of people struggle with. Right. Because society tells them like, oh, if you're alone, it's a bad thing. Right. But ultimately at the end of the day who is you know who are you hanging out with 24 7 who's there right with you all the time it's yourself right and if you're not comfortable with yourself like nobody else is gonna be yeah exactly exactly be comfortable with yourself so you can be comfortable around others that's that's good information right there i like that all right And you told me that you had a business or you were doing copywriting and that kind of thing for five years. And then you started doing this. So what made you want to start this uh, this transformational travel coaching? I mean, what was the actual pivot? How did that work? So about six months ago, I guess, <laughs> just about six months ago, um, the relationship that I was in at the time ended and, you know, it was a life transition for me. Like I've been in that relationship for like three and a half years. It was becoming a part of my, like a crucial part of my identity and suddenly it was gone. Right. And obviously like I went through exactly what I want to support women in doing, right. Like (laughs) of losing that aspect of my identity and then like taking a trip and feeling like, okay, I got this, you know, like I can do difficult things. I can redefine myself without this human you know, and I can pick up the pieces and make a new life or like make a different kind of life and continue in a different trajectory than I thought my life was going to be, you know. So at that moment, it was kind of, um, I don't know, things just started clicking for me. Like I said, I'd been traveling for 10 years without knowing why I was doing it. But at that moment, I was just kind of like, oh my God, like this is what I need to do, right? Like travel has always been supportive to me, right? Like it's not something that I do really for fun. Like it is just naturally a part of me. And like when I am, you know, going through any kind of change in my life, like travel helps me get clarity and get kind of like confidence. And, you know, when I had this experience of breaking up with my ex-partner and then taking a trip and I was just like, oh my gosh, this is what I need to do. And this is what I need to offer people, right? So, um, and around the same time, in a very strange um, stroke of coincidence or serendipity from the universe, like three of my four copywriting clients decided not to renew their contracts or like had to terminate their contracts for various reasons, mostly good. Like they had achieved their goals with me and they were like, thank you so much, Crash. We're done. We're fully booked. We don't have any more space for new clients. Um, so it was kind of, and it had never happened in the last five years that I lost three of my four clients, which is basically like 75% of my income, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) So at that point, I was just kind of like, okay, the universe is trying to tell me something. And I'm a big believer in like following the signs. 
So if the universe is shoving me in one direction, I'm just going to fall, <laughs> right? Like I wasn't entirely sure about where it was going to lead. And to be honest, like even at this point, like, yes, I defined my my niche or like my work as supporting women who are going through transitions, through travel, but also I see that there's opportunity in different spaces, right? Like many people go through travel experiences, so to speak. Like one of the people that, or one of the groups of people that I could see myself supporting is like students going away on exchange or like semester abroad, study abroad kind of experiences because universities don't have the capacity to support them that much in terms of like emotional, mental and spiritual and social kind of aspects, right? Like they tell you like, okay, go to this place. Like here's some tips about finding accommodation. And like, these are the classes you need to sign up for, but not really any anything much more about that. And these are young kids basically, right? Like they're 17 to like 23 or something. And they're kind of young, kind of fresh, not really had a lot of life experience. And being in a foreign country or a foreign place is just kind of a shock to your system, right? So being able to support those people, like they're not, I mean, it's a life transition, but not really in that kind of way that we would think about as adults. But, you know, it's a huge change for them to go from their home country to the host country where everything is different. Maybe the language is different, you know, and adapting to like making new friends and like being open to new possibilities as well. Right. So that's another avenue that I see myself, you know, supporting people in. And there are different ways that I think this could come into fruition. So I'm not super attached to the result, but ideally like. You know, that's that's where I see like the path is going. No, and it's a good path. It's a path that you've been building up for ten years to get to, right? That's <laughs> <laughs> and that's without and realizing I, it, yes. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly, exactly. And it's amazing to me how the how the universe points you in a direction when it comes to something like that. You're like, why have I been doing this traveling for 10 years? Of course, I love traveling and that kind of thing, but it's got to mean something at the very end. And it looks like mm -hmm. it all points you to be able to do this transformational uh, travel coaching business where it's going to improve mm -hmm. what you're doing. And you're helping other people. That's the other important thing, too. You're helping other people get out there and realize that they have the capability, that they have the confidence. They just need somebody to push them out the door there. That's really all it's about mm -hmm. to it. So, yeah. All right. That's good. And I like that you're you're willing to help uh, younger kids too get, you know, like you're talking about uh, if they're going to an exchange program, something like going to a different country. I've never been outside the U.S., so I might have to talk to you later. So, <laughs> but you're all doing amazing. You're doing amazing things. So I appreciate that. Thank you. Oh, yeah, for sure. What I'd like to know here is, I, I know you've only been doing this for a little while, but aside from the personal experience that you had, what pitfalls or problems have you encountered actually getting your business started? That's a good question. Honestly, at this point, it's kind of just getting the word out about what I do, right? So for the last five years, I've been in the copywriting and content writing space. So most people in my network know me as a writer right? Like they know that if they need help with writing, call Crunch, right? And they've also, they are also aware of the fact that I travel and that I was a digital nomad and all of that. Um, but, you know, transitions or like when you shift in your business to something completely different, people usually need some time to kind of like mull the idea over and like, what is this? And like you said, right? Like nobody knows what transformational travel coaching is, right? So um, that's currently what I'm struggling with. Um, it's just 
you know, getting the word out about what I do and how I help people and um, putting the idea out there for people to kind of like chew on. And then eventually when they're ready, because it does take like a specific kind of person or like, I would like to work with a specific kind of person, right? Like a person who's going through something big and who wants to take a trip. Right. So like, those are the two big criteria and like, not everybody is just ready to like, okay, I'm going to pack my bags and just like fly to Egypt or something. (laughs) (laughs) I think you'd be very surprised how many people out there are actually wanting that in their lives. Not, I mean, (laughs) it sounds silly at first when you, when you first say it, but as you go along finding and talking to people, you're going to realize there are people that are going through a specific time in their life where travel would probably be the best thing for them. And what better person to do that to help them along with is you, Crunch, right? Because that's what you do. Uh, Rebranding yourself is difficult. When you're starting in one thing and then you're rebranding into something that's not even remotely close to what you really started with, it becomes difficult. But, you know, if you keep going and people start saying or, you know, they start knowing who you are and they have a friend that is going through a similar experience or something like that, they'll say, hey, go see Crunch. She'll tell you exactly what you mm-hmm. need to do. That word of mouth, that's free advertising and probably the best advertising you can do for yourself. So I know it's only been six months doing up to this point, but you're going to see, see that. You're going to see that grow. I guarantee it. And going from going from a writer to a traveler, I could see how that could be a little bit difficult. But at the same time, like I said before, you've been building this. You've been building this up for for years to get to this point. As as mm-hmm. we're, I, I know you've only been doing it for six months, but it's ten years worth of experience to get to these six months that you've been doing this. So I only yeah. see great things coming from you from here on out. That's for sure. Yeah, and honestly, like I have been doing some version of what I'm now doing in the transformational travel coaching in an unpaid capacity with people that I met on my travels. Right, like I meet people and they're like, "Oh wow, that's amazing that you've been." traveling for the last six, seven, 12, I mean, not 12 years, but like for X amount of time, right? Like, how do you do this, right? Like even people who want to, you know, put their jobs and like start a more free lifestyle where they have time and flexibility to be elsewhere in the world, you know, remote working was a very big thing that I coach people on like casually, just like, oh yeah, I work from my laptop, you know, you can do it too. If you work from a computer in your office, like, Chances are you don't need to be in the office. Like, why not talk to your boss about doing a hybrid thing or like, you know, taking six months off and like coming back six months or whatever, right? So I have been doing some version of this in an unpaid capacity, in a very casual sort of sense of like not having a structure or anything. But like people have been asking me about like, oh, how can I travel like you? Or how can I like make my life more nomadic or like similar things, you know? So now it's just come together in a more structured kind of container. Fantastic. That's that's good stuff. I mean, that's good stuff. What I'd like to know is, uh, I know you've only been doing this for six months, but I was just curious if you had any influencers or somebody that you look up to that keep you moving, keeps you looking forward and that kind of thing in your new entrepreneur adventure. So I've been working with a coach for the last four or five months. To kind of get me, he was the one who kind of inspired confidence in me that like I could actually start this as a business because honestly, it's been something I've been doing for the last 10 years. And to me, it comes really easily, right? Like for me, travel is easy, 
right? Like I, it doesn't, like, I don't even think twice about packing my bags and like hopping on a flight or a bus or a plane or a journey or whatever, just going somewhere to do whatever I want to do, right? Like, because I've been doing it for so long, to me, it's second nature. I don't even think about it, right? So for me to think about like, oh, this is something that's hard for other people and that, you know, my expertise and experience is going to be valuable in a way that supports them and I can make money doing this. Like that has been like a huge mindset shift for me. And so my coach is the one who's been kind of supporting me and guiding me on the journey of like telling me like, you know, you've been doing this for years and that's why you're so good at it. And that's why it's so easy for you. But for other people, this is like the hardest thing they've ever done in their lives. Right. And you are worthy of charging and you're worthy of, you know, having a thriving business doing this. Like you can make it into a business. Like, you know, so he's been the one kind of like holding my hand through this process of, you know, getting all those rejections of like talking to people and telling people about my idea and people are just like oh that's nice you know like when they're just kind of clueless about what it is that you do or like how it applies to them because honestly what I do is not for like 90% of the people that I talk to right like not everybody's going through a change in their lives right so you know um he has been a great source of support and you know guidance (laughs) through this last few months Awesome. Do you remember his name? His name is Benet. Cool. Um, if you can m- maybe at one point or another, maybe give me a, a link to him. We'll go ahead and link to him in the show notes. Um, okay. Just because I like to help other people and, and that kind of thing. And, and if he's good for you, I'm sure he's good for somebody else too. So we can do okay. that for him. This is one of my favorite questions, and I want I want to make sure I ask you this question, and I and this ask this of all my entrepreneurs because there's always something a little bit different every time. When will you think you've made it? When will you think you get to that final thing? And this is exactly where I wanted to be at this time. What does that look like to you? Well, that's that's a good question. Um, I would say that would look like me only working I mean like these are really practical kind of concerns right like I only want to be working three to four days a week right supporting maybe a handful of clients in their journeys as they discover themselves or like reconnect with themselves and to have that financial stability in my life where it is possible for me to support causes that I care about because I'm a big believer that we need to dismantle all all systems of oppression and you know a lot of times money is what helps, right? Like when people are, I mean, I can't be at every protest that people are organizing around the world and there are so many things to protest, right? But, you know, finances are always helpful, right? To, to you know, get resources over to people, to solve people's problems and, you know, be able to contribute in a significant way because I'm part of a few like mutual aid circles and sometimes I see requests coming through things like I need $200 to buy myself a pair of glasses because I broke, like I, like they broke and I can't see anymore. So I can't go to school. I can't go to work or whatever. And $200 is not a huge sum of money, but to someone like it makes a significant difference in their life, you know, like, and these people are trying to fundraise for $200, right? I mean, to be able to just say like, here, I got you. Here's $200. Go buy yourself a pair of glasses and continue going to school or like continue get like going to work and being able to support your family, whatever, right? So like 
to me, that is, you know, when I know I've made it, that I have that financial stability in my own life so that I can contribute to the financial stability of other people so that we can all, you know, move towards a life where we're all flourishing and thriving and not everybody is just kind of trying to make ends meet, like trying not to die, right? Like essentially. Um, so that's, that's what I'm thinking at this point. No, that's great. And that's a good place to go with this. Um, I know I've talked to several people and they're like, oh, when I have the big house or when I have the car and things like that. But you get to a point where those things are nice. But what do you do after that? You know, you can't just put it like in a pile somewhere in the house and just that it just sits there, you know. So it's nice to know that you're willing to help other people when it comes to getting to that point. And it, it just fills your heart with joy with being able to give that two hundred dollars to somebody who needs a new pair of glasses or whatever that, you know, whatever the case might be. Um, my daughter uh, does a uh, doll making business and she needed a special black light to I she, it's very technical, very chemical. I'm not really too far into it, but she needed a black light to be able to do some kind of bonding or something. And I was able to give her the it was only thirty five dollars. And I was like, it's only thirty five dollars here. Just take the thirty five dollars. I was able to give it to her. And now mm -hmm. she has made so many dolls just because she had that black light. She's actually able to sell them now and she's made enough for an inventory. So it's nice to see that domino effect when you help somebody, then they can help themselves. And then those people can help other people. And it's and it just makes the mm -hmm. world a much better place. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Okay. I, I like asking this one because we get a little advice out of this one. If I, if somebody were to, you know, like in your travels, let's say you're traveling somewhere and you run into somebody that wants to do the same entrepreneur adventure of you, as you, the tra the transformational travel. What kind of a, what kind of advice would you have for them? What kind of steps would you have them take? Wow, that's that's a big one. I feel like this is a. Uh... A niche or something that you can't really do without having lived that experience yourself first like you can't guide people in traveling around the world or like taking a big trip unless you've done it first right and this is a piece of advice that my coach has given me over and over again like he keeps reminding me that he you can only take people as far as you've gone right like you can't bring anybody further than where you are right now so if you've only ever traveled inside the u.s like your transformational travel people's travel business is not going to be able to help people travel outside the US, right? Like organizing an international trip is a completely different ballgame than organizing a local trip or a domestic trip, right? So if you've only ever stayed within a certain circle or you've only ever taken like five trips, you know, then, you know, your level of experience is completely different. So I would say, you know, whatever it is that you want to do, like, you should have experienced it before, you know, and it goes the same. I think it's <laughs> kind of legit advice for anybody who's doing any business in any industry. Like even when you're picking a coach, for example, right? Like if they're promising that they're going to help you get to six and seven dollars business, see whether they've done it for themselves, right? Like half, I mean, honestly, in the online space, there are lots of people who promise that like their tricks and their strategies will help you make seven figures overnight or like have a six-figure launch and then you look at their own business and they've never had a six-figure launch they've never built a seven-figure business so like how is it possible that they're trying to help you do the thing that they haven't done right and that's not to say that like some people can't do that but for most people it is an impossibility right like you can't 
give advice on something that you haven't experienced or you haven't intimately had knowledge of, right? So if you want to start a transformational travel business, like I would say, go out and travel first. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's actually good advice. You, you carry that over to into entrepreneurship quite nicely. I mean, it's okay to help the people that are 10% behind you, you know, and, and, and that's okay because they want to get to where you're at. But you can't help mm-hmm. people that are 10% in front of you because they already know what you know. Exactly. <laughs> you know, so you got to, you kind of get past that. And then if you go any further than that, then you're just, it's just not authentic because you're guessing the whole time. Mm-hmm. And it's hypothetical, right? Like it could, it sounds great in theory, but you know, like honestly, so I, I wouldn't be giving people like business advice about starting a transformational travel business because I feel like I haven't done that yet. You know, like I, at this point, I'm still in the startup phase of my business. Once I have five clients or 10 clients, or I've been in this industry for like 10 years and like know that it works, then I'll have more interesting advice to give you. But at this point, at this stage where I'm at, like the only advice I can give someone is just like, go out and travel. And then after that, we'll talk about like <laughs> how you can become a transformational travel coach. <laughs> yeah, but don't forget, there's always somebody a little bit behind you too that you can talk to and help out. And that's why I want to ask that question because it's those 10% that I want to help. Right. All right. Since you're kind of doing this and you're new at this, what I'd like to know is if I'm looking for some transformational travel, Okay, let's just say I'm in that. But I have two other people that are doing pretty much the same thing that you're doing. What would set you apart from these other people? I mean, honestly, just my experiences as, I mean, everybody, regardless of whether we've been on the exact same trips, the experiences that we have are completely different, right? Like we might have been to the same 50 countries, but my experiences would have been completely different because of who I am, my lived experiences before I took those journeys and, you know, like during as well, right? Like how I was raised, where I was raised, my background, all of that counts for something when it comes to how you perceive and how you interact with the world, right? So not everybody or nobody would have, no two people in this world have the exact same lived experience, right? And that is, I think, what you know, makes me unique and makes anybody who's doing anything unique in their field, right? Sure, they might be able to do something similar, but it won't be the exact same kind of experience as working with me. (laughs) Yeah, and I actually talk about that a lot too, especially recently in the last couple of things I've done. We, We are our own people. We are the one thing that everybody else does not have, and that's us, right? Exactly. Um, when people come to us and they hire us, they hire us for us, not be, not, not just because we're able to do what we do, but we are who we are. Mm-hmm. Right? So, you know, when we're looking at that, keep that in mind, especially for yourself as an entrepreneur, any other school believers out there that are listening to this, you are your best asset. And everybody's going to be looking for that from you because you are you. And that's really important. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So here, here it is. This is the question I like to ask everybody, but I did steal this question from somebody, so sorry, everybody. Uh, what is the one question you wish I would have asked you but didn't? I always miss one really good one that everybody is kind of ready for, and I just didn't quite ask that question. 
So what is the one question I didn't ask you? What do you think, Crunch? That's a great question. Um, I guess, how do we dismantle systems of oppression so that everybody can flourish? It's not related to my to my niche or my work or my entrepreneurship, but I feel like a lot of who I am is tied to this question. <laughs> That's a big answer. I don't know if we have long enough time for this podcast for the answer. I don't think I have an answer either. I mean, like if I had an answer, I would be putting it out there and like dismantling all these systems of oppression, but like they're huge, right? Like they're much bigger than you or I. And they've been around for hundreds of years. And, you know, there are people who benefit from them, who strive to uphold them, right? So I think it's it's a long journey, like, and choosing to undertake this journey of, like, working towards a more free and just and liberated future for us all, not just humans, but also every other being on the planet, right? So that we can all, you know, have a planet in the next 50 years, right? Like, um, I think it's it's a question that we should all be asking ourselves, right? And like, what can we as individuals, what is a small thing that we can do to dismantle any of the systems of oppression that we live under, right? Because the system, when you might not be directly impacted, but Trust me, you are being impacted and you are being negatively affected, even though you think that like you're benefiting from the system of like the patriarchy or like white supremacy or racism or sexism or whatever, right? Like you might think like you're on the better side of it all, but like honestly, there is no better side, <laughs> right? All right. That got a lot deeper than I was expecting, but you know what? That's that's good stuff, Crunch. I appreciate that. <laughs> Okay, so what I'd like to do with all my guests is to see what they have in store for themselves in the next six months. So in the next six months, where do you see yourself? Do you have any goals for yourself? Do you have any goals set for yourself in the next six months? In the next six months, I would like to have my first five paying clients and mm -hmm. to be making a decent amount of money. <laughs> <laughs> and to still be traveling, obviously. Hopefully, like, we don't, like, revert back into some sort of pandemic stage, which was very difficult. But, yeah. So anything else besides five clients? Anything else that you want to see happen? Personally or? Well, I mean, for your business. For my business, well, I mean, I would love to have already helped, like, another five people and be working with five people and to know that you know my work with them has changed their lives because like you said right like my commitment is to helping people right and if i've helped people um then what better <laughs> like reward could i have right and if i'm making a decent living doing it then that's even like that's icing on the cake <laughs> exactly exactly okay so what I'd like to do with you, if we could, is in six months, I'd like to follow up with you one more time, have another interview with you, just like we had this one, and see if you've gotten those five clients. Is that okay? Okay. Let's so we're gonna, do it. We're going to hold you accountable as an audience to make sure you got five clients. So you better have them. All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Crunch, this is your time to shine. This is the time where I want you to advertise yourself and tell us how we get a hold of you and all that good stuff. Okay, ready, set, go. 
Okay. Um, you can connect with me on most social media platforms. I'm on Instagram as Crunchtini and on Facebook and LinkedIn as Crunch Runjani. Uh, you can also check out my website, which is at the moment it's under construction, but it will be ready soon. So depending on when you're hearing this, you might have access to the website that is updated. Um, that's at crunchranjani.com. And I also write about things that I think are interesting, you know, about dismantling systems of oppression, about bringing travel into your life, about, you know, how to reclaim joy in your life um, on my Substack page, which is at crunchranjani.substack.com. So check me out, send me an email. My email is crunch at crunchranjani.com. <laughs> So connect with me on any of these platforms and let me know that you have me on this podcast so that we can stay in touch. All right. That's fantastic. We're going to have all your contact information in the show notes for people to catch uh, catch that. Is that okay? Awesome. Thank you so much. All right, Crunchy. Thanks so much, so much for being on the Undiscovered Entrepreneur today. It's been an absolute blast. You had a lot of great information for us. Keep doing what you're doing and we're going to follow up with you in six months. Okay. Awesome. Talk to you soon. All right. All right, school believers, make sure you stay tuned for the wrap up. All right, everybody, have a good night. Bye bye. <laughs>
and you're going to hear a lot more about them. And finally, I am still trying to raise money to go to PodFest. To do this, I am going to be making a few digital products to sell. These things will have great information and knowledge in them. I want you to have them. Not very expensive at all. Whatever I need to do to get to PodFest, I'm going to do. If I need to stand on my head and eat a bug, I don't care at this particular point. I really want to make it out to PodFest. So any help would definitely be helpful. And you can always go on my Patreon too, tuepodcast.net backslash Patreon, if you want to help donate towards that. All right, everybody, thank you for another great episode. And I'm looking forward to our next episode, which is going to be a coaching. Thank you, everybody. Bye-bye. <laughs> Hello there. DJ Scoob here. And I just want to personally say thank you for listening to my program. I really hope you learned something. Tune in in two weeks to listen to another brand new entrepreneur. And remember, I can, I am, I will, and I'm doing it today. Yeah. Okay. Plays all in my brain. All right. So let's see. So Do you know this, the how's this? Yeah, go, how's go this first power chord supposed to sound? So, so I know what I'm if I'm getting it right. You want to get them both together, only the two chords. I mean, only the two strings that you're holding. Oh, only two strings. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So if you're getting sound out of both without a buzz, that's good. Okay. And then what you do next is you just move it down to two frets. Move it down to five and seven on the same strings. Oh, the same strings. Oh, okay. Yeah, slide it on down. So let's go like here and then. Which is an A. Okay. So it's not so much as if you could just slide it down. My my brain wants to take my fingers off the string, move it, and put it back on the string. That's yeah. It's it takes a it. The beginning parts of learning how to play guitar are hell. I'm not going to joke with you. Yeah, it took me like a good year until I was like, okay, these are strings. These are things. Until then, I didn't know what the hell I was doing. Right. As a worker of two full-time jobs, running a podcast and coaching, every minute counts in my day-to-day. It's hard to be consistent in any of my social medias. And at this point, I cannot hire a social media manager. Pinnacle AI to the rescue. I've been using Pinnacle AI for a couple of weeks now. I've seen big improvements in my outreach and consistency in all my social medias. Do you want to save time and increase your productivity too? Go to tuepodcast.net backslash AI for more information. Save yourself time and grow your brand. Try it now and see what it can do for you.